What up, you guys? Welcome to this week's episode of Geeks and Peaks. Today we're going to be talking about She-Hulk. So, <laughs> what do you guys? What are you guys thinking? What are your thoughts? Um, so this like this show was like my baby from the beginning because I love She-Hulk as a character in the comics, and I thought that they did really well with their character. Some people may disagree, but I thought they did really well well with their core character. And Tatiana was re- a really good choice; like she did really great. One of the like little criticisms I have about it is that it didn't. I think it had trouble like figuring out where it was going to go, whether it was going to be a campy sitcom type of feel, you know what I mean, or whether it was going to actually like be at the end, be something serious, but they remedied that. Some people say it's cheap. I think it's clever, me personally. I just enjoyed it. But like they, I think uh, um, She-Hulk at the end was like, this is crazy. This third act of CGI battle is crazy. I'm going to stop this, go to the Marvel headquarters. And all. I thought that was really fun. You know what I mean? Um, but I do think that doesn't make up for the kind of messiness that was the episodes where they were trying to figure out, do we want to be serious with this or do we want to just have this be a campy origin? That was me. But I loved it. Uh, I feel the same way as Clay. Um, I'm a Hulk fan. By extension, I'm a She-Hulk fan. Uh, I played her in Marvel vs. Capcom 3. And from there on, it was history. But um, no, I think the show overall, like, it was a great show. I had a good time. I thought it was really funny. Some people thought the horror, uh, comedy was just horrendous. But, like, I think they did a really good job nailing that uh, for sure. There were some issues, in my opinion, with some of the middle episodes. Uh, I think the filler episode was clever because, you know, when you think of a sitcom, they have a, they're going to have a filler episode. That's something they're going to have to do. Yeah. So I thought, like, that was clever. And I feel like the, the beats of the show were clever. And some of them felt intentional. But some of them kind of, like, some the episode just kind of lagged behind expectations for me personally a little bit again i'm referencing more so episodes five six and seven but still enjoyed it had a great time i thought everything was funny i thought they nailed what they're trying to do uh the finale kind of wrapped everything together uh and it kind of i don't know it, it let me know who she hulk was as a character and where we'll see her moving forward so i i don't know i really i guess i agree and i kind of disagree a little bit like personally i don't know, i did love it um i enjoyed she hulk a lot because i feel like it's one of the only mcu shows that i mean this is debatable just in my opinion it actually feels like a comic like an ongoing comic series like each of them was like a new different adventure and then it has like this bigger arc in the end and the the filler episodes that everyone wasn't really feeling i i kind of liked them like i liked the episode um where she meets the other super villains and she talks about like the difference or the juxtaposition if you will between jen and um (laughs) see you like that there um but yeah and like i don't know me personally as someone who like lost a bunch of weight and i guess like had to go through like a weight loss transformation because i lost like 100 pounds um when she was talking about like like having her perfect form or like she hulk being that and then she doesn't feel that as herself like i don't know i guess i kind of could relate to that like i can't relate to her being a woman and going through those things but i can relate to i guess that aspect of it um so i i also love that there were like mutants in the in the in the She Hulk show, confirmed mutants like we have Alejandro with his sword, and I thought he was cool. I liked him. Um, I, I like the subtleness. I like the yeah. subtlety of like introducing mutants without like making it a grand spectacle every single time. Because I thought I was kind of scary after Miss Marvel that they were going to make every mutant entrance with like the underlying theme of the you know the ninety seven theme or whatever. And I was like, I was hoping they wouldn't do that for everyone. They 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 seem like they're just easing them in, and like so when it comes, you know, it won't be a big spectacle or it won't be like that surprising, I guess. But like, yeah, they did really good. They did really good in general with like bigger topics, not overwhelming She-Hulk's um, character. You know what I mean? And a lot of fan fanboys got like mad about that. I love the fact that they wrote it in a sense that it wasn't bigger than her 
She was the show. She was still the show. Even when um, Matt Murdock entered, you didn't feel like Matt Murdock was overwhelming She-Hulk. At least in my opinion. I felt like he felt like a secondary character like he should have been because it's not Daredevil born again. It's She-Hulk, attorney at law. So Well, you can't like, like you can't control how like like if a man watches a show that's centered around a woman and they fall in love with the the one man character on screen, you can't really control that. It's like it's kind of like the whole thing with Wakanda Forever and people's like hyper fixation with Namor. Like the movie's not necessarily about him, but like it doesn't yeah. surprise me that men are like, oh, this is what I want the movie to be about. You know, I, I want the show to be about Daredevil. Like that didn't really surprise me too yeah. much, I guess. No, yeah, it doesn't surprise me. It's just uh, it, it kind of like makes me upset a little bit because there's so many male dominated shows and yeah. you can't. I get that you love Daredevil, and I'm not. I really don't like to come after people who like like a certain character, but I do. I do resent heavily people when, especially with marginalized communities, they finally get their spotlight, like women or POC people. Um, right. Instantly, every single time, it's just someone in there is like, "We're not watching for that person. We're watching for this person." And it just gets on my nerve when I hear that because I'm like, mm, "I wish she wasn't in there at all." So you and, guys, and watch see, it at all. and see, I, it's crazy because everyone, when everyone was watching um, She-Hulk and they were watching it for Daredevil, everyone was saying, "You know, this is She-Hulk's show," and they're like, "Well, what's the big deal? Like, who? Like, why does it matter who we're watching for?" But I remember when Multiverse of Madness came out, everyone needed to remind me that it was Doctor Strange's movie. Like, everyone was be like, "You need to." Re- why why when I even went <laughs> like it's like you know what i mean it's like i don't get the the lack of consistency like the thing with with shield that i i loved about it too was that the show itself basically prepared for all defenses it told you remember whose show it is yeah you no know, she literally tells the audience like just make sure you don't forget whose show this actually is um she basically calls out the audience like for because they knew the response of what the, what it was going to be of the show they knew what the response was going to be so it's like i don't know it's just to me it's sort of this really meta thing that i'm gonna be honest like i i find it brilliant like i just i love it like every single episode all the things that you would hate from the other mcu projects actually work in she hulk like the cameos the the like one shot sort of like moments like the magic episode where she's like trying to get the bats and everything like i don't know to me like i had fun like i was i was actually like like waiting for the next episode to drop each week and and that's not something i can say for like moon knight or low yeah, I knew you were gonna say Moon Knight. Like, I'm, so, I'm so no, I'm sorry. Like that's just I've I've tried watching a show six times and I can't get into it. So it is what it is. <laughs> oh, no, it's okay. It's well, pretty funny right after the first episode. Go ahead, Justin. Right up the point about how the show was kind of meta. Like I was in a, again another argument in the group chat I'm in at work. Um, people were talking about how She Hulk was kind of like, oh, they made a jab at all men. I'm like, are you stupid? Like they had they intentionally had like male characters that were stupid and were like representative of real life, and they also had no characters that were not like they had no characters that were decent. So I'm just like for you to sit here and be like oh intelligentsia was so bad because it was a uh, uh, d- discussion about all men and how they're all trash and like you intentionally missed the, like points of the show that they were feels like they're defending themselves because they felt that they were more aligned to the character the antagonist yeah. men yeah. than they were the men that were actually good oh I wonder <laughs> what that means about you it's like, like I don't know what what do you guys think I guess in the show Jen not She-Hulk is really struggling with finding I guess like a, a partner or like a boyfriend love what you whatever you call it what do you think is the reason that Jen wasn't finding like a per- like a partner? Because she wasn't ready yet. She's there's this thing called the hoe phase that everyone goes through. I'm so you know I mean? done. And literally, <laughs> l- listen, literally, 
I felt hurt on a personal level when I was like watching her go through her progressions. You can't, you're trying to figure out who you like. And she was like, she was striking out with all these dudes, you know what I mean? Until she hit Daredevil. But even then, that was probably going to be a fling, right? Yeah. Um, Even though he got invited to their, their little um cookout. But um, no, I feel like it was one of those things that that's just her character as a whole. And like the reason why she wasn't like getting it right with every guy is because she was unsure of herself too. I think we got to take into account that she had low, the lowest of low self-esteem the entire series until the end. Her being She-Hulk, her being a lawyer, all these dudes were, were trying to knock her down a peg or two. She was trying to keep herself up, but deep down inside, she really wasn't confident in herself. And the story was trying to tell you guys, trying to tell the audience that, that, hey, like, she's not confident in herself. She doesn't believe in herself the way that she says she does. Sometimes the problem that, like, a lot of us have to deal with in real life, which is also what I like, is that we try to project that we are bigger than what we are and we can take all this criticism, but we really can't. We really are unsure of ourselves. And she, sometimes I was projected onto her dating life, like I said, and she's like, oh, well, you know, I'm going to have this fling with this person and then I'm going to try to get even closer but then the guy winds up leaving her like that one bald dude who was halfway attractive i guess i i think it was kind of mid but like that's just me but like the next day the next day like they they you know they did whatever the pow pow whatever um the next day she's cooking breakfast and like bro's like you're not she hook anymore i'm leaving that would destroy me if i was jen so like you know it was, it was things like that and i think that's why like she you know her dating life was like topsy-turvy that so <laughs> I honestly, I think mine is like the opposite. I really think that genuinely, I I think that like if most men at that point in their life like were to meet someone like Jen, I think that she genuinely would probably intimidate them. I don't know. Like I, I, I feel like it, it genuinely would. Like having someone who's a lawyer, who has their shit together, who is good looking, who is like, I, I, I'm sorry. The biggest yeah, thing is so, I, yeah. I, I, I cannot believe that Tatiana, like, like I just don't. I don't like she's so. It's beautiful. one of the most unbelievable things of the entire show is like, <laughs> like I don't actually not <laughs> like I based on looks alone I'm like I don't see it but I could see how I guess like if you're someone who maybe like you say you want someone who has their stuff together and then you finally get it you're like oh no nah, I, I don't think so but I think there is like definitely a confidence thing there for sure because the show definitely was trying to tell us that but I think that it also kind of like the guys that she was going on dates with were kind of like losers like all like, of them like literally like, I, I, I like even Josh good. Josh wasn't even a real date because he was pretty much just he was like hired to like seduce her todd todd was a part of it and then josh was a part of it and then the one ball did that 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 she was with the first time was just a loser i don't i don't get why you you're leaving her because she's, she's well, i don't get it i that's the most i still don't get that part where, where he's like he leaves her because she's not in she hope form. she's she's just as pretty as her regular self like i don't get it like it was what just, was crazy is that like she was public by that time too so it's just like what do you mean like you knew <laughs> Yeah. Well, the, the point that I think they're trying to drive across with that is the, the fetishization of like certain women for their features and the when they are not something that the man is like you know fonding over in a like very toxic way then that's when they want to discard them and I think that's what they were trying to reference to is the fact that some men will take women as certain types certain body types and then when they don't fit that mold anymore they want to just discard them like they never even mattered in the first place it's kind of like objectification because they were objectifying her in, in like in her she-hulk form making it seem like that was the only form that made her attractive when she was attractive just as Jen that was also a point that she was trying to make is that she is good whether she's human or she's a Hulk she's still Jen you know what I mean yeah so, uh, going back to a point that Clay mentioned earlier um when they talked about um the inclusion of now mutants not not focusing on mutants but I'm just saying like in general yeah. like how cool that we're getting like a superhero superpowered society and we're at this point now in the MCU where now like you can walk down the street and see someone indestructible walking down or falling off of a building and still going about their day so I think it's interesting how like at this point 
right now where we're at, like we can get, you know, superhero or supervillain pop up kind of out of nowhere. And it's not really a surprise because like superheroes are just, our superpowers are just like a everyday kind of occurrence at this point. I guess, I guess with She-Hulk, they're the biggest thing to really discuss would probably be the aspect of it being a, it is kind of a, a feminism sort of like centered show when you really look at it like it's making a lot of points to like i guess the things women do go through in our society and like one of them is kind of like revenge porn right which is like happens yeah. to her in the show yeah basically what, what no the the revenge porn yeah that was that was pretty crazy i people didn't like i don't know i should probably made a post about it too but i was just like i was busy at the time i didn't feel like posting because i usually post on tiktok but like the that was crazy like the 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 before the finale the episode before the finale that ending was absolutely insane because people were really like were i thought the news and everybody in the mc were gonna just like paint her as the villain in that moment like i don't think you understand she, her all her stuff got leaked it wasn't even stuff having to do with her being a bad person and like people were so like jen calm down no no you you got me in my most vulnerable spot i'm making love to someone else in, in the privacy of my own bedroom now everyone gets to see it and like everyone's been treating me like shit for being a superhero this entire time and it's it, it's made worse by the fact that she was so like trying to meet a guy and it just wasn't working out right and then she meets josh who she thinks is a good guy and she was because she was strong on this guy for a minute like let's not forget that one of the main plot points i think in one of the episodes is that she's like waiting by her phone yeah to, like text her back or call her or anything and he doesn't so when she finally sees that you could tell that like it meant something to her like to have that moment with josh and then it's it's posted and they're like calling her a slut for it basically no yeah and it was just that was that was just like the craziest part and i'm like that is that really happens too and like people were calling that flimsy and i'm like and it was the dude bros calling it flimsy i'm like that women have to go through getting their stuff flimsy wait flimsy what like what is what was like they, they were saying they were saying like oh that doesn't actually happen that would never actually happen on like in real life. i'm like bro get outside like these are the same people calling people chronically online too they'll be like you're chronically online this doesn't happen well what? translation translation i didn't see it and it hasn't happened to me what? so this it happened to, it happened on a like a pretty public like a uh, situation recently with you look at the whole thing around megan the stallion and the baby re- releasing an album and for whatever reason dropping that they they had business together it's just like like i know it's not the same as revenge porn but it's on the same topic as like oh i'm gonna drop that like we had sex together it's just like why and they don't <laughs> understand because like they and it goes back to the point i made this point at the very beginning of the show when it came to the cat calling and the, and the people were like were belittling the fact that cat calling is a serious thing and saying you just you're complaining about getting cat call bruce had to go through all this trauma and i'm oh like what bro you never cared about bruce's trauma to begin with i kept trying to yeah. say that you never cared about bruce's trauma you can care about him raging out you want him to rage out again even though it, it puts a lot of stress on him but even with that point aside it's like dude catcalling just because you haven't been catcalled you you think catcalling is a thing where like some attractive person that you're attracted to is going to come up to you and try to hit on you no yeah. catcalling is when someone that you want no business with coming up to you and trying to to get on you and they keep persisting that's what it is and i keep trying to get through to them and they don't understand and that's what the show's trying to say with with the with the beginning you know what i mean when she first raged out is that she didn't have a way out it felt trapped the whole scene was made to for her to feel trapped and feel like she had no way out they weren't leaving her alone it was three dudes on one one like tatiana mazani she's pretty tiny you know what i mean so like
like it that feeling they was trying to like personify that feeling of being catcalled and all that and like no one seemed to grasp it it just doesn't make sense to me no i i, I definitely want to touch on that because something clay said was that you don't care about the hulk's trauma and you're partially correct because they don't care about his trauma but they only seem to care about the hulk's trauma when mm -hmm. it's in response to either making some sort of uh, olympics out of trauma or comparing yep. and contrasting like it's the same thing with wanda it's the same th you know what i mean like we well, start talking about how it's messed up anything she went through is messed up even to any degree and suddenly it's a it's a competition between her and thor of who lost more or spider yeah. to that like that's what that's actually what's gonna bring up so i'm glad you said it but it's like people like i said people don't really care about the hulk's trauma whenever like jen is trying to be like oh you know i also have to face and that was the main point like she's saying that she's not saying that my trauma or my anger is worse you're saying i also have to do these things and some things i'm better at some things i'm more set and that's what comes into like being a hulk in my opinion because some of your weaknesses are going to be put on top and when you're in the hulk form and so for bruce bruce can't manage his, manage his anger therefore when he gets angry he's big bad hulk whatever jen she can manage her anger that's why she's able to contain being a hulk and that was her whole point she has to go through these things on a daily basis on a weekly basis however often it happens people are questioning her authority in her office as if she didn't just get a full law degree and is uh capable in her field and so for her to like for people to be like oh well jen 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 should be raging out and hulking out because the hulk did that for the longest whenever he got his gamma radiation it's just like you're missing the whole point about who she is as a character and why her character is able to, to accomplish the things that she does why is why is the mcu mad about characters having the power set they have in the comic <laughs> this isn't new this isn't like this isn't something that they just did for the mcu like if this was some like like miss marvel were changing up the powers type yeah. thing i might have been like you know what it's kind of an interesting choice maybe i'll i'll look at your point for a split second but this isn't new like like i've never seen mcu fans get upset that like like comic accuracy is being used bar for bar like you yeah. know what i'm you get what i'm saying yeah. like it's weird to me because she hope that's that's how she is she's able to like it, she's able to keep her control and not just that if she starts like adding mass or lifting weights in her human form that same thing can get transferred to her hope also also people forget that this is her origin story so if you're trying right. to say why is she not muscly well maybe if you give her a chance like not that it matters but like if you give her a chance to actually you know use her form other than the two weeks we saw of the show in MCU timeline, I feel like you'll see some difference. And the fact that this is a show, not a movie, I think people don't, don't understand that the budgets are different. So like the y'all saying the CGI is bad, it does look a little choppy sometimes, but like she's in a show, not a movie. Once she gets into a movie, like once she gets into the Kang Dynasty and all that, her CGI is gonna look way more cleaner for the people that actually really care a lot. I'm, I feel like something that we have, like the CG, I think kind of is something that triggers me because every time that any conversation about She-Hulk happens, like everyone makes it everything about the CGI. And I feel like it's kind of regressive to like the yeah. point the show is trying to make because like the, the She-Hulk, this is the first time we're seeing She-Hulk in live action, right? Yep. The first time ever. So when we have to consider that everyone is like, well, She-Hulk looks like this and the Hulk looks like this because that's usually the, that's usually the reference right they've had those assets and, years right they've had how many times to rebuild the hulk when we look at lou ferrigno when we look at the uh, edward norton when we look at this this one with um i don't know his name because he's irrelevant mark ruffalo. mark ruffalo right and that's what i'm saying so <laughs> 
Right. So what I'm saying is they've had time to work out the bugs with with Hulk. They've had time yeah. to make to, yeah. to get to this process. And with She-Hulk, this is the first time we're seeing her. So it's within the line of realm to believe that they're going to try to work some things out. Then we get to this point about like the muscles. And this is my thing. Me personally, me, I want someone to show me a comic panel of She-Hulk being ripped the same way Hulk is that doesn't come from the immortal She-Hulk because that exactly. is not the same run that they are doing. They are doing the sensational She-Hulk, right? Yeah, and yeah. when when we go into the comics, that is how she looks. She-Hulk is lean. She-Hulk is thin. That so if, if your if your basis for this is like I want a strong ripped She-Hulk from the comic, right? I want to know what basis this is from because that that there's one comic run where it's like that and it's called the Immortal She-Hulk and that that's not a like no, a base no. She-Hulk thing. It wouldn't make sense for that to be like a. I I only think comic accuracy. Not to, not to not to come free not like i i didn't no no i get no i get it no yeah, yeah. no i get it i understand comic accuracy is only important to me if it's like cultural you know what i mean nice you guys comments um like, comic accuracy. That's what I, okay but do you see like, like you see what i'm saying like mm -hmm. she hulk has been look at that again she is yeah. lean she is like She's and this lean. doesn't make her yeah. any less strong it's just like that's 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 how she looks. So yeah, it's, people try to find the wrong things to complain. And we really got to start weeding out people that just complain yeah. to complain. Like, we yes. really, really got to start weeding them out. <laughs> because there's no... If you actually listen, like, go on their page. Because I'm starting to do that a lot more often. Go on their page and look and take a look at their takes. They start repeating the same things that have no, like... That has nothing to do with anything. And you can kind of tell that they just... They're just nitpicky. That's all they are. Go ahead, Justin. It's the same effect that we were talking about earlier with some, uh, some people that make content on the app how they will oversimplify an article or something like that and they'll in the same effect or in the same vein they'll see one picture of immortal she-hulk or will think of oh i know the hulk therefore she-hulk has to fight a lot as well and i've seen both of those comments a lot and it's really frustrating because it's like please just tell me that you haven't you don't know who she-hulk is and that's completely fine because we can talk about it she-hulk is never one in her own series she-hulk is never one to be punching and raging and angry all the time that's not who she-hulk is maybe in some of the team-ups that she's in because we know team-ups can like juggle characterization sometimes but more often than not she-hulk's going to be chilling like in her uh most recent um solo series i didn't read all of it but i got to like uh issue number three or four she was kind of like living her own life she got a job back as a lawyer then she went and stayed with uh uh janet or Ho with the wasp and um yeah. then somebody somebody crashed to her living room like that's literally what happened in the first four issues like no nowhere in those four, first four issues was like Jen really hulking out. And that's like, that's one of the main things that I think people don't realize that Jen Walters' series is mainly going to be, it's going to be a comedy or it's something funny. Cause that's who, yeah. what, that's what she is, you know? Yeah. And, and it's going to be, it's going to point about. Um, I was going to say that we all know, like there's a certain part of the fan base that wants everything to be gritty and dark, like the Batman. And like, mm -hmm. I don't want that. The world is right. already dark enough. I want some <laughs> lighthearted stuff, please. I want more things like She-Hulk, not anything like Thor, Love and Thunder, but like more things like She-Hulk, you know I mean um yeah. things that are campy can get serious it tackles serious um like like problems within society but all also at the same time it's very campy you know what i mean or it's campy enough where it's not too overwhelming i thought she hulk was the perfect mix of serious and campy i thought i'm gonna add this too and this is just my opinion i think miss marvel as well i think miss yeah. marvel did a really good job of mixing like serious elements of like the clandestines and the gin and then having the little comic booky like 3d like in the first yeah, episode those, those great. i miss miss Marvel so much. Yeah, I love I I love that show. We're we're gonna have to do an episode on that. Yeah, I yeah. I do want to say I guess like with She Hulk, like did, were you were, was there any part of you guys that was actually surprised when Daredevil was in the show? Like, did you guys think it was gonna be like a no? You guys actually you for sure? Oh wait, no, there wasn't because there was a, it was in the trailer. 
He wasn't trailed, but even then, even then, I mean, I was happy when I was. You know what I was surprised about? Because that's good. You know what I was surprised about? Hearing the theme from the Netflix show, because that still puts a seed of hope that the Netflix series is somehow, some way canon in some way. And I think they, sh I, me personally, I think they should just make it canon. I don't think they should start completely over because it's still too fresh in our, some of our minds, at least yeah. with me. Like, I, I when I think of Daredevil, I just think of Netflix series Daredevil. I, I still think, and like, they've done, they brought the original actor back, or the actor from the Netflix series back, Matt, um, Charlie Cox. And I'm like, you brought Kingpin back, same actor. You know what I mean? You brought all these elements, and you brought the theme back in She-Hulk. There's no way it's not canon. And if it's not, it's just like, oh, okay. Listen, I, mean, I need Karen back. You're kind yeah. of giving me a little bit of like J. Kev, Agents of Shield is canon. He's <laughs> a little bit clay. But they don't do that. The elements are so much different. Agents of Shield. They haven't given us any reason to say Agents of Shield is, is canon. They've given us reasons. You better. Them. Hey, you gotta chill because the Agents of Shield fan will come for us. I do not <laughs> care. Agents of Shield I'm is sorry, not canon. I'm gonna fight them because every comment is it's canon, bro. Please, no, it's not canon. <laughs> Stop! Throw Agents of Shield away. It's not canon. It's ABC stuff. Get it out of here. It's not MCU stuff. A fucking week. I don't know. I really forgot about that. I was like, oh right, it can't be surprised because it was like in the trailer. Like I saw it yeah. before. Yeah. But I don't know. I'm I was genuinely surprised with She-Hulk because I feel like this this happens with again every uh, woman-led MCU show is like it gets announced and we just start picking apart every like there were people saying that the Miss Marvel CGI was bad and I was like now I know you're just hating. Like it wasn't. It wasn't. I, I was like now I know you're just hating because there was no part of this that was like from the trailer that we saw I was like there was no part of this with bad cgi but i think with some of those shows with some of the shows the cgi and the maybe the first episode is a little iffy because to me i was looking a little sideways at the first episode of miss marvel that's it but as the show progressed the cgi looks like significantly better so like i think to use that comment after like we get a full series uh, another example is uh she hulk episode nine like the she looked perfect in my opinion like the cgi was nice this is a good point like what did you guys think of the the finale like the last episode of she hulk yeah um yeah uh no it was it was great like i said i i thought it was it was good i liked it but i can see how people can say it's like it was a cop-out for saying that they didn't really have a finale in place but at the same time it made sense because that's you know she's a fourth wall breaker and i was waiting i was actually waiting for that massive fourth wall break beyond just looking at the screen i was waiting for her to actually jump because I, I knew they were going to just not do that like it just seemed like a too good of an opportunity to pass up to not have her break out of like the tv or whatever and show the disney plus menu and then like you know I, I thought that was a perfect thing that they did um i wish it was kevin other than the robot but i yeah. i feel like kevin can't act so they put a robot in so but you know um i wish it was kevin feige like actually kevin feige because that would have been really funny her um her asking him questions it would have been really meta but like i get the machine thing it was still great um i like like i wish honestly speaking i wish they would make like a marvel short about like she hulk asking these questions and wanting like where she wants the mcu to go and you know what i mean and like kind of like regurgitating twitter takes from certain parts of like, <laughs> and like she I, asked I about the x-men yeah she did yeah. she did something like i want more like i want yeah. more like <laughs> I don't know. I I I, I kind of want more. You know what I mean? I think I don't know if it's like greenlit for a season two. I think it's said I there think was a season two. She did say that they'll be yeah, back for right? season two. I think that and Miss Marvel are probably pretty much the only ones that are gonna get a season two, Loki. I believe. Um and Loki, yeah, Loki's confirmed. No, but like the yeah, the finale, it was eh, eh, it was it was great. It was great within I wish I had more. I wish the episodes weren't so short, but I know that's the success episode format that has nothing to do with the She-Hope writers, that has everything to do with like Disney and their four format of every um you know show but like no it was good no exactly the finale was uh 
I thoroughly enjoyed it. I'm not going to lie. And I like that they did what they did because I feel like that kind of wall break is it's distinctly different from Deadpool, in my opinion. Maybe I don't know enough, but because I know a lot, I saw a lot of people comparing the two and I'm just like, well, this like, does she Deadpool talk to the wall breaks before Deadpool in the comics? Exactly, the exactly. So. Yeah. Um. So I thought it was really good. Um. I like that there wasn't like a hard, you know, format of, uh, oh, the finale has to have this villain and she has to beat the villain along with like the Titania. And it gives me hope. Because it lets me know that the creators in some way, shape, or form are looking at what people are saying in terms of the format of the shows. So I really appreciate that. Um, even like they even joked about it. So like I'm really appreciative of the finale. It makes me more hopeful for the shows moving forward, shows, special projects, whatever. Um, I don't really have any qualms with it. Like I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, no, I, I kind of agree. Like I I found it a, like like I said, I've said this word again and I feel like it's brilliant. Like, I just, I think it's so smart and for, it's it's smart on a bunch of different levels. Like, if we look at it from, like, the feminist point of view, which is, like, She-Hulk taking control of her story and saying, like, this is what I want and this is what we're going to do, work. It excels at that, I think. My, I'm not a woman, but... <laughs> Dang. I was like, right, but um, I thought it was, I think it's really good from that angle. So yeah, yeah. that was, that's just me. Um, and I also think it excels with the comic accuracy point of it, where there are comic panels of She-Hulk, like jumping out of the comic and telling the writers, like, this is nonsense. Like, you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. for her to jump out of the show and go do that, and they even include the break from like the Disney plus screen. Like, I just, I don't know. I thought it was really smart and it was a really good way of, of accomplishing all the, the notes that I think the show was trying to hit. I also kind of feel like Daredevil, I, I, I wish he was in the finale more, but I also understand yeah. that it's not his show. And I kind of, I'm just a little, you know, desperate to get to the Daredevil show. Like the, you know. I can't wait. I honestly can't wait for it. Because like they're saying 18 episodes. So if like each of them are 20 minutes, yeah. I don't care because at least this means that we're going to get a solid like couple of episodes. So, you know, it's going to be fine. Yeah, it's going to be like an actual series. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And like because She-Hulk was nine episodes. But the thing is that the episodes really did seem shorter. Like WandaVision didn't Big. really seem to do that where like the episodes seem shorter. But if you look at the length of the episodes, it's basically each one about 40 minutes. The She-Hulk yeah. ones actually average out to like 30 minutes-ish. This is the same type of short movies it's still basically yeah. six episodes it's just shortened to it's it's six episodes basically it's yeah. just that the shows that the episodes are shorter and it's more episodes but it's really in terms of like runtime for all the episodes combined it's six episodes no i'm not gonna lie i really i, I kind of like the shorter episodes a little bit better like i i mainly watch anime before i got into marvel so like I was used to like 20 minute episodes, but like uh, no, solid yeah. like 30 is like, it's, it's fine yeah, to me. Yeah. I understand coming from like, you know, a lot more long form show, like that kind of content. I like, I completely understand it. Cause if you're used to like an hour episodes, you're going down to like 25 and like, that's a significant jump. But like, I thought it was like, people were saying like, it was too fast. So I'm like, honestly, like, that was perfect. Like to me, cause like I can sit down, like eat my dinner. And it's just per personal, <laughs> personal preference. But people who yeah, watch yeah. HBO Max, people who watch HBO Max and watching this, it's like, Wow, it's over already? It was like two seconds. <laughs> That's I think it, <laughs> it also benefits the like they have the benefit of pacing because it does help the pacing yeah. a bit to have like a nine episode like we're doing this and then this and then this so I, I yeah I think that they got the benefit of that as well it helped more for the as you were saying earlier have it's more of the like episode episodic comic type of feel like, it felt like individual issues where I'm whereas when I watch Wanda WandaVision it feels more so like a short movie every episode which is perfectly fine because it worked for that as well it's just a different feel yeah i don't know I, I appreciate the variety and i 
I think that seeing the MCU's reception to shows like WandaVision and She-Hulk um, really make me nervous. Like, I guess the future of the MCU because I feel like these shows aren't really applauded for taking the the superhero genre one step further which is like we're not just jumping into like a horror movie of of superheroes like this is like a law show and this is a show about television and I don't know I hope that She-Hulk gets its uh gets its time like or, or gets its day like WandaVision got like 23 Emmy nominations I believe yeah. so I I hope that She-Hulk just comes and really shows everyone up or something I don't know I just I want it to win so bad that WandaVision itself while it was I thought it was really great it was the perfect timing for that to release i think it's gonna be hard for anybody ever in the history of this of this franchise for the rest of its time to ever come up to wandavision in terms of accolades stuff because it just came at such a right time you know what i mean i'm not, not even i don't think i this is this is fully about she hope but i just i have to say this i have never had a show that put me in the same like like anxiously checking the clock it is crack for me. I am waiting for when this is going to drop. Like, D- WandaVision broke Disney+. Plus. Yeah. It literally broke yeah. Disney+. Plus. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I remember that. And I remember, like, every... Like, I'm not going to lie. People were, were hating on the over-theorizing with WandaVision, but... That I was thought true. it was a fun time. I mean, it was a fun. It was a fun time. Everyone was the getting only, along. Like everyone was just like, "Hey, that's." It was the cool. Mephisto stuff. That I knew you were gonna say that. I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> yeah, it was the it was the Mephisto stuff. But like, I thought it was all in fun. I was having a good time with the theories because after every episode, I, I dude, the ending of every episode was just fire. Remember, dude? Ah, uh, oh, man, we gotta have a one bitch episode. <laughs> you got, were mm-hmm. you guys? I and this may be like such an obvious question, but like. What what were your guys' thoughts on like the fan reception to She-Hulk? Like, did it surprise you? Did it not? How did you how did you feel it's, about it? It was su- it was surprising in the sense that we are applauding Hawkeye and Loki, but in the same vein, we're putting down She-Hulk. Like, I'm sorry, Hawkeye was so boring to me. I'm not gonna hold you. And so it was really surprising to me that you have a show that was building up its character, giving us different beats, something different that we haven't seen in the in the MCU. Hence why we brought up WandaVision. Because I feel like this show does the same thing in the sense that it's a legal drama. It's not just a straight up action action show focused on one superhero. So I was kind of surprised that it was more divisive than I thought. But I wasn't surprised by the community that it was divisive in, uh, knowing that the MCU had a lot of fanboy type people. So that kind of sucked. Um, so I'll say I it was a mix. I, I was surprised. I wasn't surprised at the reception, but I was surprised at no flip. I was surprised at the reception, but I wasn't surprised at the demographic it was being divisive in. Right. Uh yeah. Um yeah. It's a woman-led show. So right off the jump, I kind of knew what was gonna happen. <laughs> um so I took that into account already. So like I wasn't surprised because I, I I just that's the way, especially comic people, because some comic people are losers and like that's the way they are a loser. So, you know, you know, have loser thoughts, whatever, incel thoughts. But I was pleasantly surprised at the overwhelming amount of support that it got because of that. That was really just a positive sign for me. Like people every single week when an episode came out were have videos ready to go just in case some dude tried to try it. You know what I mean? Like and we were really smart with it too. People will say that, oh, they didn't let people have their opinion about She-Hulk. No, every single person, they made a PSA before they went into the rant. Hey, you can have an opinion on the show. You can have a negative opinion. That's okay. 
Just don't make it centered around the fact that she's a woman or the woman experience. People always led with that. They tried to be as nice as they could. You know what I mean? And like, I just love the fact that they just were instantaneously like, we're, we're going to defend this show. We don't care. We don't care. We don't care. That was that was good. I think my biggest thing with the fan reception was not even like, like, yes, you're, you can have your opinion as long as it's not about her being a woman. But also like, if you're going to, if you're going to come to like someone's page and have an opinion, like I would hope that you have an opinion that is like contributing to a discussion or is some type of thought like you coming to my page and being like i think she hulk is the death of the mcu like what like like (laughs) i don't i don't i don't like these reactions because either way i become a bad guy by reacting to you like you know what i mean if i ignore you i just left hate on my page for people to see and they're gonna be like well why didn't you delete that right if i delete you you're gonna be like oh lol i got you i got you i you noticed like you know i got you and then if i respond I'm misusing my platform by bullying you on the internet. So it's like, I don't like that you put me in this scenario where now I become a bad person no matter what I do, because you decided to come here and be like, you know what? I don't like this woman-led show and it's the death of the MCU. I I blocked the three stooges of TikTok. I won't name them for privacy. <laughs> I blocked those three little kids who will always say the MCU's in shambles. I tried, I tried, I tried. <laughs> but it just became so just dumb. And I was just like, you know what? I've had it. And I blocked all three of them. So, you know, good for me. It's people like that, though. Like, people like that. Some some YouTube creators who I will not name. That every every thumbnail. MCU's in shambles. Uh, a new movie comes out. Wakanda Forever. They had uh, one of the characters on their title card crying. Because they were like, MCU's in shambles. Woman led. Your graphic, yeah. Of, like, yeah. someone yeah. edited crying. Yeah, exactly. like, it's like, one, so, like, someone literally put, retweeted, like, in all caps, the movie hasn't even come out yet. And that's the state that we're in now with the MCU. People think they have so much knowledge about these projects before it even releases. Hence, She-Hulk, we saw so it's much hate. Things. Yeah, it's, we it's saw so, things. so much hate before the movie or before the show even came out about CGI was horrible. They're going to do terrible to dare though. We're going to do this, going to do that. And it's just like no one even lets a project sink in a couple of days, let alone a week before they even upload how they feel about a project just because it has this, this, and this talking point. Therefore, it's woke. And well, I just why, hate why stuff like want- and this is interesting, but I know you guys probably don't follow sports that much, but this is like related to like the MCU as a whole, especially with She-Hulk. It's like there's LeBron James, and I know you guys know who that is just by celebrity association. Um, people want him to retire so badly, but when he retires, we never really think of the hole that's going to be left in the in basketball. Same with the MCU. If the MCU were to disappear now. Do you guys understand how much of a pop culture hole there will be if there was no MCU right now? Why do you want the MCU to fail so much? Like, what what is the, the, the like, what is, like, what do you get out of that, I guess, is what I'm saying. You're, you're like, asking, the amount of, the, you're, you're ironically asking, what's the end game? Yeah, like, <laughs> like, like <laughs> but, like, the amount of new people that have been added to the pop culture world and the comic book world specifically, yep. the amount of people that have been ingratiated and, and like, wow, this is my thing. People that have like no hobbies you know what i mean no, no like reason like you know motivation or whatever they see this franchise and they're like wow this is actually really entertaining i want to be in this i want to cosplay i want to do all this the mcu just ceases to exist what do we have the dceu are you serious right now the avatar franchise and not the last airbender one We're like what do we have when we don't have the mcu and people just don't think about that like this I is don't. what this is what i was saying too is that it's like i don't I'll never understand the people who say the MCU should have ended after Endgame because it's just, it's one of those things where it 
the MCU doesn't have to end. It can be like, I think personally, it can be like Disney movies where they're always being made just at different points. Like there's not always a Disney movie in theaters, but when there is a Disney movie in theaters, you sure know that there's a Disney movie in theaters. There's so many yeah. You know what I mean? Like so it doesn't have to, it doesn't have to end. You don't have to like, watch like I, I don't know I don't I I hate saying that because it's like like this or don't watch it that's not what I'm saying but like I'm just saying that when something is announced and you're not even giving yourself the 10 minutes to just be like oh what is this this might be interesting this looks cool or you know like at, at that point you're right though when, like when it comes to people that don't have a coherent thought they shouldn't be watching because obviously it, it creates <laughs> so much dread within you then it's bad for your mental health at this point if you're having to yell on TikTok every single time episode She-Hulk comes out and you, you know, have to yell about how the MCU is in shambles. Maybe you just shouldn't be watching. Maybe get therapy instead of like watching exactly. the show just to hate on it. You know what I mean? And people were hating on me because I didn't want to watch Moon Knight. I got to, I think I got to episode two and this happens every time. I couldn't get through it. And I said, you know what? I'm like, I don't do, I hate to say I don't do negativity because I, I will hate if I want to hate, but <laughs> I don't do like- I love hating. Whole, I don't do like festering. Like I don't, I yeah. don't, I'm not going to watch something I dislike and then make 8 million videos about why I hate it or why you shouldn't right. like it. We're, 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 we're not to toot our own horns, but we're socially aware people. We know what deserves hate and what's not, what's too not much. To, hate, not I mean. to suck on my own clit or anything, but <laughs> I, I think that like, I just, you know, I, if someone enjoys it, like, who am I to take it away from you? Exactly. Like, like, like if you find joy in that, bro, and I don't, what? I'll maybe troll and say like that show's garbage. I can't believe you like that show, but then I'll immediately go with like I, I really don't care. I'll call it, if you like that thing, show, you're, you're allowed to hate a show. It's it's disrespectful and it's honestly just kind of unkind to hate on a show when a person is is saying that they like a show. Like if a person comes to me and they're like, "Bro, I love Moon Knight. I love that the way that the stories can. I love that this. I love the di. I love all of it." And then I respond with like, "Yeah, I thought it was trash. The story didn't go anywhere. The plot holes are this, this, and this. And then also, da da da. da. It's just kind of rude, you know? Like it's it's like it makes you kind of like to a certain sense. Like I feel like I have to defend the show now, and I don't I, like I'm not trying to debate with you because of something yeah. I like. I guess my question is like. What, how do you guys measure how good a show is? Is it based off of what you initially watching it or is it based off its rewatchability? Because me personally, I go off of kind of both. If it's good in the moment, then I, I kind of gauge it as an in the moment type of movie or show. But I also like gauge how my willingness to watch it, like maybe like a, a month later. And like with Moon Knight specifically, I'm like, I it was good in the moment, but now I don't really ever want to watch it again. If that makes sense. My answer to this is rewatchability, but... The, the reason I don't trust my initial reactions to a movie is because I can be wrong. I remember watching Eternals and I just went to the movie with the wrong person when I saw that movie because they were not going to let me enjoy it. Like every three seconds, like they were just shitting on the plot or the characters or like, like right. they, they yeah, were not immediately gonna... never going to a theater ever with them again. I hate when people talk. Right. Like, talk <laughs> I was like, like, if you, feel I hate like if you have like a like one or two little things and you're being yeah. like courteous and maybe like whispering or like, you know, like <laughs> I might play it like cool like constant yeah and it, it affected my sense of the movie because those things like those questions i had i wasn't listening to the answers because i was listening to another person bringing up more questions so right. when i finally watched eternals on disney plus 
my score went from being like a seven out of 10, like not changing my life to like one of my top three phase four movies. You know what I mean? So like, mm-hmm. I can fully be wrong about the things I like initially. Like I love No Way Home initially. Do I want to watch it right now? No, I don't. It feels like work. Yeah. No, I, no way home is rewatchability. That, that's just, well, that's, that's just me. Shock factor. Like that, again, like I, mm-hmm. I never want to speak for another person because like, again, like if you love it, you are more than welcome to love it. But on Habits' garbage-o-meter, it is, it is <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's just me. Yeah. Go ahead, just. No, I agree with what Habits said. It's more so like, I actually like music in the sense that like, I know that sometimes I might not be in the mood for it. So if I'm not in the mood, I have to kind of detach myself from the situation and go back and watch it again. Yeah. Uh, but if on that second or third watch where I know that I'm not really enjoying this, prime example for me is Iron Man. Iron Man was great when it came out and everybody loved it look at it a little bit retrospectively and it's just like this was an okay movie it did well for the mcu launching off because you know we were in a dark time where we had one movie coming out every three years for marvel DC. but it's like now it's like now we've had some of these elevated movies it's just like it's not the best movie and so i think i have to treat treat them like that maybe not watch it immediately like like the week of but rewatch it at least a month or two later and if it's still not holding up chances are mm, another reason yeah, i have a hard time to have yeah. this point i have a hard time re-watching no way home and I, i'm so <laughs> sorry i don't know what it is because it's not it's bad. so long it's so it, yeah it like, just I, was, I had it on the other day and i was like i'm gonna watch this before i go to bed and i ended up turning it off like, <laughs> it was <laughs> it was just it was so long i was like Dude, I, and like I'm waiting for Toby and, and um, Andrew to show up, but like that obviously the shock shock factor is gone. Yeah. So I'm like, oh yeah, Andrew came out of the portal. Nice. That's you know a movie I mean? that you can fast forward certain scenes to because you know the in between parts is like okay, I'm going to sit here and as sad as it was seeing Aunt, Aunt May pass and in I, the movie, it, it was. I'm yeah. just like, bro, I can't sit here and watch this again. <laughs> it's like yeah, it's kind of like I don't know, like it's kind of like one of those movies like. Uh, Kind of like Titanic, where like you, once you already know the gags and everything, you're kind of like, eh, do I really want to watch? Kids do not. Like and Elvis, Elvis was a good movie. I'm sitting here at the end, like, when is he gonna die? Because oh my god, he's been dragged for a long time. No. Like, oh. You're all looking at your watch, like, all right, he's gonna. Get the <laughs> yeah, that's that's, that's the that's the downside to like just shock factor type yeah. of movies and shows is that like they only, you know what I mean, and like kind of like we're like wincing it back to She-Hulk. It's like, that's not a type of show that, that predicated itself on Shock Factor. It had a Shock Factor moment, which I thought they could have should have kept the secret. And that's the Daredevil yeah. cameo. It wasn't yeah. really Shock Factor because it was in like the trailer or whatever. But like, that's the problem with like a lot of these Shock Factor shows and movies is that they they lose like their luster. You know what I mean? You watch it and you're just like, oh, I've seen that before. You know what I mean? And No Way Home's like the prime suspect, by the way, because it was already overhyped by like, you know, so, and like it, that already took away from it. People would think that was a good thing. Oh, it's good publicity. No, it was making people not want to watch it more because casuals were no. like, I'm tired of hearing about it. I'm tired of hearing about it. I don't even want to go see the movie anymore. Like over advertising a movie um, that is predicated on shock factor is just going to kill the movie's hype afterwards because no it one wants to watch No Way Home, be real with yourself. You're literally going to invite someone over, invite your group over and say, let's watch No Way Home. No! I, I was, I got crucified for this on live for saying this, <laughs> but I I think Far From Home is a better movie than No Way Home. And I, I, would I will stand by this. I If I'm at home and you say, put one of the MCU Spider-Man movies on, the first one I'm reaching for is Far From Home. No Way Home is, uh, not not No Way Home. Um, Homecoming is a top three Spidey film, and I think it's the best one in the MCU. I, I honestly think that reflection moment was like the best part. Um, but like, yeah, no, like No Way Home, 
Um, WandaVision to a fall, but I think WandaVision is still entertaining to watch. So, like for the most part, but that's just because of a Monica stand. I love seeing Monica, but like you know, um, no, like even WandaVision, even one of the shock factor, it was still like enjoyable to watch. So I really, maybe it's not purely just a shock factor thing. I think it's more just about like WandaVision you know, got me when I was I was weak. I had COVID. <laughs> I was I, I was weak. I had COVID. And she was doing the little like we're we're a family we'll never really be apart and she got me and i started crying and i was like you fucking bitch how <laughs> how dare no, you do this to me when it, i'm weak <laughs> imagine imagine if something like wandavision was like 18 episodes like imagine how much better it would be if it was 18 episodes because i'm thinking about like dude the mystery aspect was crazy but like imagine like that mystery aspect that was actually stretched out as long as possible and we got more depth on like Dar darcy and um and jimmy woo and all that and like their whole like little investigative team i thought it would have been great if it was more episodes which is why i wish the disney would please lengthen the format like daredevil please because i just i see and this is before we get to our final scores for she hulk i just want to say this because we're talking about like rewatchability mm -hmm. i i think I think that WandaVision has some great rewatchability to the point where it has me like blindly excited for this Agatha show. Like I, I just, I love good old fashioned witch shit. Like I just love anything that involves witch, like witch stuff, covens, give, you know, I just like it. It so, will wind up, it will wind up being the most underrated future show. I think people, a lot of people either are hating on it or saying that's going to be forgettable. I really don't think so. I think Agatha was a really good part of WandaVision. I, I don't, I don't understand the hate for Ag Agatha. Is it Coven of Chaos you, or is it something the else? Story, the story becomes so much more interesting after multiverse of madness when you look at it as agatha literally trying to just like prevent what's happening in multiverse of madness you know what i mean like yeah. when you see it that way where agatha You're right like you yeah. know what i mean she was a little <laughs> like, power hungry but she was right yeah oh no i'm not i mean i'm not gonna do this whole like agatha was right you know nonsense but like i'm just saying <laughs> yeah. that like it, when you look at it from that perspective like at the end of wandavision wanda fully like seals her away and continues this like trance that she knows is hurting people she's like oh i'm gonna do it to agatha yes you you were gonna hurt me but you know, like I, I'm gonna do it to you anyway. Yeah. Like I don't know. It's to me, it's like it's an interesting look at. I guess like jumping off from there, if you had to give She-Hulk a score on like one to ten, what would you give it? I probably, okay. honestly, I'm, I would probably give it a, a solid eight point five out of. Or, no, I'd probably give it a nine out of ten. I like it. Let me look at my letterbox. <laughs> letterbox. <laughs> Consistency. Uh, yeah. Though, honestly speaking, I think I went for like a eight seven point five um really it was just about like where they wanted to go that was the only thing for me that was actually a real criticism everything else was pretty much good you know what i mean everything you, you can expect out of a show that was literally pulled from the comics and it was probably one of the more closely related to the comics show and people you know still didn't like but like i liked it a lot you know what i mean so i give it a 7.5 to 8 probably 8 8 out of 10 yeah, I'm a, I'm leaving eight, eight and a half. It was a really good show. I didn't really have any complaints. The only thing was like, uh, like I said before, some of the middle episodes, I think could be a little bit stronger, but that's just me personally. Um, but I think it's one of MCU's better shows. I mean, like it's way above Loki and Hawkeye to me. And that's our show. Thank you guys for watching. Tune in next week for more Geeks and Peaks.